section ten of state of the union addresses eighteen twenty nine to eighteen thirty six this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org andrew jackson december three eighteen thirty three part one fellow-citizens of the senate and of the house of representatives on your assembling to perform the high trusts which the people of the united states have confided to you of legislating for their common welfare it gives me pleasure to congratulate you upon the happy condition of our beloved country by the favor of divine providence health is again restored to us peace reigns within our borders abundance crowns the labors of our fields commerce and domestic industry flourish and increase and individual happiness rewards the private virtue and enterprise of our citizens our condition abroad is no less honorable than it is prosperous at home seeking nothing that is not right and determined to submit to nothing that is wrong but desiring honest friendships and liberal intercourse with all nations the united states have gained throughout the world the confidence and respect which are due to a policy so just and so congenial to the character of the american people and to the spirit of their institutions in bringing to your notice the particular state of our foreign affairs it affords me high gratification to inform you that they are in a condition which promises the continuance of friendship with all nations with great britain the interesting question of our northeast boundary remains still undecided and a negotiation however upon that subject has been renewed since the close of the last congress and a proposition has been submitted to the british government with the view of establishing in conformity with the resolution of the senate the line designated by the treaty of seventeen eighty three though no definitive answer has been received it may be daily looked for and i entertain a hope that the overture may ultimately lead to a satisfactory adjustment of this important matter i have the satisfaction to inform you that a negotiation which by desire of the house of representatives was opened some years ago with the british government for the erection of lighthouses on the bahamas has been successful those works when completed together with those which the united states have constructed on the western side of the gulf of florida will contribute essentially to the safety of navigation in that sea this joint participation in establishments interesting to humanity and beneficial to commerce is worthy of two enlightened nations and indicates feelings which cannot fail to have a happy influence upon their political relations it is gratifying to the friends of both to perceive that the intercourse between the two people is becoming daily more extensive and that sentiments of mutual good will have grown up befitting their common origin and justifying the hope that by wise counsels on each side not only unsettled questions may be satisfactorily terminated but new causes of misunderstanding prevented notwithstanding that i continue to receive the most amicable assurances from the government of france and that in all other respects the most friendly relations exist between 
the united states and that government it is to be regretted that the stipulations of the convention concluded on july fourth eighteen thirty one remain in some important parts unfulfilled by the second article of that convention it was stipulated that the sum payable to the united states should be paid at paris in six annual installments into the hands of such person or persons as should be authorized by the government of the united states to receive it and by the same article the first installment was payable on february second eighteen thirty three by the act of congress of july thirteenth eighteen thirty two it was made the duty of the secretary of the treasury to cause the several installments with the interest thereon to be received from the french government and transferred to the united states in such manner as he may deem best and by the same act of congress the stipulations on the part of the united states in the convention were in all respects fulfilled not doubting that a treaty thus made and ratified by the two governments and faithfully executed by the united states would be promptly complied with by the other party and desiring to avoid the risk and expense of intermediate agencies the secretary of the treasury deemed it advisable to receive and transfer the first installment by means of a draft upon the french minister of finance a draft for this purpose was accordingly drawn in favor of the cashier of the bank of the united states for the amount accruing to the united states out of the first installment and the interest payable with it this bill was not drawn at washington until five days after the installment was payable at paris and was accompanied by a special authority from the president authorizing the cashier or his assigns to receive the amount the mode thus adopted of receiving the installment was officially made known to the french government by the american charge d'affaires at paris pursuant to instructions from the department of state the bill however though not presented for payment until march twenty third eighteen thirty three was not paid and for the reason assigned by the french minister of finance that no appropriation had been made by the french chambers it is not known to me that up to that period any appropriation had been required of the chambers and although a communication was subsequently made to the chambers by direction of the king recommending that the necessary provision should be made for carrying the convention into effect it was at an advanced period of the session and the subject was finally postponed until the next meeting of the chambers notwithstanding it has been supposed by the french ministry that the financial stipulations of the treaty cannot be carried into effect without an appropriation by the chambers it appears to me to be not only consistent with the character of france but due to the character of both governments as well as to the rights of our citizens to treat the convention made and ratified in proper form as pledging the good faith of the french government for its execution and as imposing upon each department an obligation to fulfil it and i have received assurances through our charge d'affaires at paris and the french minister plenipotentiary at washington and more recently through the minister of the united states at paris that the delay has not proceeded from any indisposition on the part of the king and his ministers to fulfil their treaty 
and that measures will be presented at the next meeting of the chambers and with a reasonable hope of success to obtain the necessary appropriation it is necessary to state however that the documents except certain lists of vessels captured condemned or burnt at sea proper to facilitate the examination and liquidation of the reclamations comprised in the stipulations of the convention and which by the sixth article france engaged to communicate to the united states by the intermediary of the legation though repeatedly applied for by the american charge d'affaires under instructions from this government have not yet been communicated and this delay it is apprehended will necessarily prevent the completion of the duties assigned to the commissioners within the time at present prescribed by law the reasons for delaying to communicate these documents have not been explicitly stated and this is the more to be regretted as it is not understood that the interposition of the chambers is in any manner required for the delivery of those papers under these circumstances in a case so important to the interests of our citizens and to the character of our country and under disappointments so unexpected i deemed it my duty however i might respect the general assurances to which i have adverted no longer to delay the appointment of a minister plenipotentiary to paris but to dispatch him in season to communicate the result of his application to the french government at an early period of your session i accordingly appointed a distinguished citizen for this purpose who proceeded on his mission in august last and was presented to the king early in the month of october he is particularly instructed as to all matters connected with the present posture of affairs and i indulge the hope that with the representations he is instructed to make and from the disposition manifested by the king and his ministers in their recent assurances to our minister at paris the subject will be early considered and satisfactorily disposed of at the next meeting of the chambers as this subject involves important interests and has attracted a considerable share of the public attention i have deemed it proper to make this explicit statement of its actual condition and should i be disappointed in the hope now entertained the subject will be again brought to the notice of congress in such manner as the occasion may require the friendly relations which have always been maintained between the united states and russia have been further extended and strengthened by the treaty of navigation and commerce concluded on december sixth eighteen thirty two and sanctioned by the senate before the close of its last session the ratifications having been since exchanged the liberal provisions of the treaty are now in full force and under the encouragement which they have secured of flourishing and increasing commerce yielding its benefits to the enterprise of both nations affords to each the just recompense of wise measures and adds new motives for that mutual friendship which the two countries have hitherto cherished toward each other it affords me peculiar satisfaction to state that the government of spain has at length yielded to the justice of the claims which have been so long urged in behalf of our citizens and has expressed a willingness to provide an indemnification as soon as the proper amount can be agreed upon 
upon this latter point it is probable an understanding had taken place between the minister of the united states and the spanish government before the decease of the late king of spain and unless that event may have delayed its completion there is reason to hope that it may be in my power to announce to you early in your present session the conclusion of a convention upon terms not less favourable than those entered into for similar objects with other nations that act of justice would well accord with the character of spain and is due to the united states from their ancient friend it could not fail to strengthen the sentiments of amity and good-will between the two nations which it is so much the wish of the united states to cherish and so truly the interest of both to maintain by the first section of an act of congress passed on july thirteenth eighteen thirty two the tonnage duty on spanish ships arriving from the ports of spain previous to october twentieth eighteen seventeen being five cents per ton that act was intended to give effect on our side to an arrangement made with the spanish government by which discriminating duties of tonnage were to be abolished in the ports of the united states and spain on the vessels of the two nations pursuant to that arrangement which was carried into effect on the part of spain on may twentieth eighteen thirty two by a royal order dated april twenty ninth eighteen thirty two american vessels in the ports of spain have paid five cents per ton which rate of duty is also paid in those ports by spanish ships but as american vessels pay no tonnage duty in the ports of the united states the duty of five cents payable in our ports by spanish vessels under the act above mentioned is really a discriminating duty operating to the disadvantage of spain though no complaint has yet been made on the part of spain we are not the less bound by the obligations of good faith to remove the discrimination and i recommend that the act be amended accordingly as the royal order above alluded to includes the ports of the balearic and canary islands as well as those of spain it would seem that the provisions of the act of congress should be equally extensive and that for the repayments of such duties as may have been improperly received an addition should be made to the sum appropriated at the last session of congress for refunding discriminating duties as the arrangement referred to however did not embrace the islands of cuba and puerto rico discriminating duties to the prejudice of american shipping continued to be levied there from the extent of the commerce carried on between the united states and those islands particularly the former this discrimination causes serious injury to one of those great national interests which it has been considered an essential part of our policy to cherish and has given rise to complaints on the part of our merchants under instructions given to our minister at madrid earnest representations have been made by him to the spanish government upon this subject and there is reason to expect from the friendly disposition which is entertained toward this country that a beneficial change will be produced the disadvantage however to which our shipping is subjected by the operation of these discriminating duties requires that they be met by suitable countervailing duties during your present session power being at the same time vested in the president to modify or discontinue them as the discriminating duties on american vessels or their cargoes may be modified or discontinued at those islands 
intimations have been given to the spanish government that the united states may be obliged to resort to such measures as are of necessary self-defense and there is no reason to apprehend that it would be unfavorably received the proposed proceeding if adopted would not be permitted however in any degree to induce a relaxation in the efforts of our minister to effect a repeal of this irregularity by friendly negotiation and it might serve to give force to his representations by showing the dangers to which that valuable trade is exposed by the obstructions and burdens which a system of discriminating and countervailing duties necessarily produces the selection and preparation of the florida archives for the purpose of being delivered over to the united states in conformity with the royal order as mentioned in my last annual message though in progress has not yet been completed this delay has been produced partly by causes which were unavoidable particularly the prevalence of the cholera at havana but measures have been taken which it is believed will expedite the delivery of those important records congress were informed at the opening of the last session that owing as was alleged to embarrassments in the finances of portugal consequent upon the civil war in which that nation was engaged payment had been made of only one instalment of the amount which the portuguese government had stipulated to pay for indemnifying our citizens for property illegally captured in the blockade of tercera since that time a postponement for two years with interest of the two remaining instalments was requested by the portuguese government and as a consideration it offered to stipulate that rice of the united states should be admitted into portugal at the same duties as brazilian rice being satisfied that no better arrangement could be made my consent was given and a royal order of the king of portugal was accordingly issued on february fourth eighteen thirty three for the reduction of the duty on rice of the united states it would give me great pleasure if in speaking of that country in whose prosperity the united states are so much interested and with whom a long subsisting extensive and mutually advantageous commercial intercourse has strengthened the relation of friendship i could announce to you the restoration of its internal tranquillity subsequently to the commencement of the last session of congress the final instalment payable by denmark under the convention of march twenty eighth eighteen thirty was received the commissioners for examining the claims have since terminated their labors and their awards have been paid at the treasury as they have been called for the justice rendered to our citizens by that government is thus completed and a pledge is thereby afforded for the maintenance of that friendly intercourse becoming the relations that the two nations mutually bear to each other it is satisfactory to inform you that the danish government have recently issued an ordinance by which the commerce with the island of st croix is placed on a more liberal footing than heretofore this change cannot fail to prove beneficial to the trade between the united states and that colony and the advantages likely to flow from it may lead to greater relaxations in the colonial systems of other nations the ratifications of the convention with the king of the two sicilies have been duly exchanged and the commissioners appointed for examining the claims under it have entered upon the duties assigned to them by law 
the friendship that the interests of the two nations require of them being now established it may be hoped that each will enjoy the benefits which a liberal commerce should yield to both a treaty of amity and commerce between the united states and belgium was concluded during the last winter and received the sanction of the senate but the exchange of the ratifications has been hitherto delayed in consequence in the first instance of some delay in the reception of the treaty at brussels and subsequently of the absence of the belgian minister of foreign affairs at the important conferences in which his government is engaged at london that treaty does but embody those enlarged principles of friendly policy which it is sincerely hoped will always regulate the conduct of the two nations having such strong motives to maintain amicable relations toward each other and so sincerely desirous to cherish them with all the other european powers with whom the united states have formed diplomatic relations and with the sublime port the best understanding prevails from all i continue to receive assurances of goodwill toward the united states assurances which it gives me no less pleasure to reciprocate than to receive with all the engagements which have been entered into are fulfilled with good faith on both sides measures have also been taken to enlarge our friendly relations and extend our commercial intercourse with other states the system we have pursued of aiming at no exclusive advantages of dealing with all on terms of fair and equal reciprocity and of adhering scrupulously to all our engagements is well calculated to give success to efforts intended to be mutually beneficial the wars of which the southern part of this continent was so long the theatre and which were carried on either by the mother country against the states which had formerly been her colonies or by the states against each other having terminated and their civil dissensions having so far subsided as with few exceptions no longer to disturb the public tranquillity it is earnestly hoped those states will be able to employ themselves without interruption in perfecting their institutions cultivating the arts of peace and promoting by wise counsels and able exertions the public and private prosperity which their patriotic struggles so well entitled them to enjoy with those states our relations have undergone but little change during the present year no reunion having yet taken place between the states which compose the republic of colombia our charge d'affaires at bogota has been accredited to the government of new granada and we have therefore no diplomatic relations with venezuela and ecuador except as they may be included in those heretofore formed with the colombian republic it is understood that representatives from the three states were about to assemble at bogota to confer on the subject of their mutual interests particularly that of their union and if the result should render it necessary measures will be taken on our part to preserve with each that friendship and those liberal commercial connections which it has been the constant desire of the united states to cultivate with their sister republics of this hemisphere until the important question of reunion shall be settled however the different matters which have been under discussion between the united states and the republic of colombia or either of the states which composed it are not likely to be brought to a satisfactory issue 
in consequence of the illness of the charge d'affaires appointed to central america at the last session of congress he was prevented from proceeding on his mission until the month of october it is hoped however that he is by this time at his post and that the official intercourse unfortunately so long interrupted has been thus renewed on the part of the two nations so amicably and advantageously connected by engagements founded on the most enlarged principles of commercial reciprocity it is gratifying to state that since my last annual message some of the most important claims of our fellow-citizens upon the government of brazil have been satisfactorily adjusted and a reliance is placed on the friendly dispositions manifested by it that justice will also be done in others no new causes of complaint have arisen and the trade between the two countries flourishes under the encouragement secured to it by the liberal provisions of the treaty it is cause of regret that owing probably to the civil dissensions which have occupied the attention of the mexican government the time fixed by the treaty of limits with the united states for the meeting of the commissioners to define the boundaries between the two nations has been suffered to expire without the appointment of any commissioners on the part of that government while the true boundary remains in doubt by either party it is difficult to give effect to those measures which are necessary to the protection and quiet of our numerous citizens residing near that frontier the subject is one of great solicitude to the united states and will not fail to receive my earnest attention the treaty concluded with chile and approved by the senate at its last session was also ratified by the chilean government but with certain additional and explanatory articles of a nature to have required it to be again submitted to the senate the time limited for the exchange of the ratification however having since expired the action of both governments on the treaty will again become necessary the negotiations commence with the argentine republic relative to the outrages committed on our vessels engaged in the fisheries at the falkland islands by persons acting under the color of its authority as well as the other matters in controversy between the two governments have been suspended by the departure of the charge d'affaires of the united states from buenos aires it is understood however that a minister was subsequently appointed by that government to renew the negotiation in the united states but though daily expected he has not yet arrived in this country with peru no treaty has yet been formed and with bolivia no diplomatic intercourse has yet been established it would be my endeavour to encourage those sentiments of amity and that liberal commerce which belong to the relations in which all the independent states of this continent stand toward each other i deem it proper to recommend to your notice the revision of our consular system this has become an important branch of the public service in as much as it is intimately connected with the preservation of our national character abroad with the interest of our citizens in foreign countries with the regulation and care of our commerce and with the protection of our seamen at the close of the last session of congress i communicated a report from the secretary of state upon the subject to which i now refer as containing information which may be useful in any inquiries that congress may see fit to institute with a view to a salutary reform of the system
End of section 10.